Alexa, what is the best podcast in the land? Here's pulling back the curtain podcast registered from Amazon Music. Playing the latest episode. This podcast is sponsored by Sumato Coffee. Sumato Coffee believes that coffee should be unique and high quality from bean to cup. Beyond that, it starts to become stale. At Sumato Coffee, they're incredibly concerned and transparent about when your coffee is roasted. That's why they put the roast date right on the bag. Pulling Back the Curtain podcast listeners receive a 20% discount off their order by using promo code BALLERSCOFFEE. To learn more about Sumato Coffee, please visit them at sumatocoffee.com. That's S-U-M-A-T-O-C-O-F-F-E-E.com. What's happening, people, and what you know good? We'd like to thank you for listening and spending your time with us. This is Pulling Back the Curtain Podcast, the most provocative, the most exciting, the baddest, baddest podcast in the land. We come with the dopest topics, hitting with the rawest opinion while giving you the straight-up facts. No fake news here. I'm Jules. I'm Press. We give sight to the blind, ladies and gentlemen. On today's show, we pull back the curtain on climate change and much, much more. Perez, what's popping, baby? Jules, man, what's the good word, fam? Man, busy as usual, but but it's all right, man. I'm always winning. But uh, I just want to say real quick, and I know you heard, Perez, we lost a good one in WWE, man. I heard about that, man. Man, we like I uh man, a few cats called me up. Holiday hit me up, my brother hit me up yesterday and said, Man, we lost Razor Ramon. Yep. And I was like, no. Hey, yo. I said, damn. Man, that was one of my favorite, favorite wrestlers back in the 90s, press. So man, I was just I was a little hurt, man. I was a little hurt. But uh, but man, it brought me back, man. I went yesterday, uh, when I got home from work, I went in. Look, uh, went on YouTube and looked up some Razor Ramon highlights and just his interviews, man. And I was, I was just rolling. <laughs> well, he left a lot of great memories, man. You know what? Uh, for our people that aren't uh, wrestling fans, I mean, this one, this goes back to our childhood. And I loved him because his character was like a mix of uh, Al Pacino from, uh, from Scarface. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> right. <laughs> he had a little swagger to him, you know what I mean? Oh, man. It's just tough, man. We we talk about this so much on the show, man, but life is just is so delicate because you know that he broke his hip in a fall uh, earlier in the month and he had surgery. And it's just things went, oh, a little, right, right. went a little awry after the surgery. Also, uh-huh. too, to bring up another point, you never know like what other type of health conditions was going on with him because he was a young guy, if you think about it, 63 years old. Yeah, man. I Still a lot, a lot of living, man. Still a lot of living and just... You know, that, you know, it, it teaches you, man, you got to take care of yourself. I know as far as guys, I don't know about you, Perez, but for me, you know, my wife been on me to go get annual checks up, check up and, you know, kind of watch what you eat. And, you know, we, we getting older. So, I mean, those things are, are important when you get older, up in age. You know, we're not young like we used to, Perez, where we can eat, the, eat those wings and, and, and candies and, and pop. <laughs> so we kind of got to, we kind of got to kind of dial it back a little bit and kind of take in more vegetables and, and, and fish and, you know, and that mm-hmm. nature. Well, I'll tell you one thing, man, because I've been traveling and, and, and busy as, as I've been lately, I've kind of fallen off a little bit with my, with my eating. So like, you're right. Like when I see things like this, it puts it back in perspective. Like, Hey, like you said, 
We ain't, we ain't spring chickens no more. So, you know, so <laughs> <laughs> the wings, they stick to us now. So <laughs> they good, Ooh, though, man. but they stick to you. They stick to you. <laughs> Go straight to them hips, boy. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> Wait a minute. Why do I have love handles all of a sudden? <laughs> oh, man. You walking past bumping into people. Oh, my bad, <laughs> You you walking past the females over there looking at your ass. You're like, what the hell is going on? <laughs> why, oh, why, man, they smacked Why, they why, smacked why, why am I getting my ass smacked? <laughs> right. <laughs> oh, man, boy. <laughs> you stupid, man. Oh, damn. But, hey, man, how's, her, how's everything on your end, man? Man, well, you know, like you always say, man, life is good. I, I got some a couple things going on, man. I... <laughs> I was covering the Big Ten tournament, Jules, and it was a great weekend. But your boy lost his car keys out there, so I got to head back out there to Indy with the spare key. And hopefully my truck is still in the parking garage when I get there. We'll see. Oh, man. Yeah, that Maserati truck, man. I hope it's still in that garage. <laughs> Shut up. Uh, hey, hey, I'm praying to the big man above, man. Hey, listen, don't let, please don't let nothing happen to that Maserati truck. <laughs> <laughs> I'm pretty Dude. sure it's still there, friends. I, I know you. It's, yeah. it's, it's all good, man. I hope so, brother. I hope so. But uh, yeah, man. So I'm I'm sitting over here. We, we as we record, I'm 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 staying at a hotel downtown because I'm gonna take the train out there in a little bit. And so I'm looking out. I'm seeing people out downtown moving around, going to work. And so the last time I was down in the loop, staying down here, it wasn't much hustle and bustle. So I'm looking. At, I'm seeing a little hustle going on right now. And I like it. It seems like everybody's getting back outside a little bit. The weather looks nice out here, Jules. So. It's good, man. Life is good, man. I, I'm a little upset about the key situation, but I'm looking out this window. This, I've been staying in a little Mag Mile Hotel. Got a nice little view of the lake. So, man, I can't I can't complain too much, man. Can't complain too much. Oh, man. Okay, my man. My man living big over there, living large. Well, dude, I had to I had to do something to put myself in a good mood, man. I was bro, I was <laughs> I was salty, bro. Salty. I'm like, where's my keys? Like I was the last person in the building and shit like that. Shit was embarrassing. People they over there tearing up the court, putting it uh putting it in the new court. And I'm sitting over here like uh, uh <laughs> I'm rubbing Damn. around like anybody anybody know where the lost the found is? Anybody know where the guest service is? <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> Yeah, and, and I want to give I want to give a shout out to my boy Dub because I know audience y'all gave him a, a, a foul a couple weeks ago, but hey, this man came back from the shot to come pick a brother up, man, and brought me back. So hey, shout out to you, Dub. Okay, hey Dub, big shout out, man. Hey Dub, when to get out there? I know y'all probably hit some spots, but why he was down there picking you up, probably. No, nah, man, we, we we came straight back, came straight back. Came Just straight back. back. Okay. Yeah, right. yeah, 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 yeah. Your boy Prez, I was hurt, man. I, I, I wasn't in much of a good mood. Okay. I was just like, no, no, no. We did up a spot, though, uh, during the week, man. We hit up this spot, uh, Pastry 37, man. We had some some mimosas and had, like, a little good little brunch. But we didn't really have to go to too many spots because, first and foremost, they served breakfast, lunch, and dinner at the tournament for us. And then, mm. secondly, we was busy, man. It was some long days. We covered, let's see, four, eight, 13 games in four days. Oh man, no, nah, yeah, y'all, right, y'all trying to try, y'all trying to get a little R and R whenever you get some free time, Bruh, Yeah, that was the only thing. We get back, you get back to your room at at midnight, one o'clock, and you got to get up at nine o'clock and, and do it all over again. No, nah, you need, you need, you need to take care. That, that tournament mm -hmm. was that tournament was aggressive, but a great time though, a great time. And, and people that love college basketball, there was some good games, man. That Illinois Indiana game was awesome. Oh my God, that Iowa game with the buzzer beater or 
close to being a buzzer beater shot where the guy banked it in. Really good games. And the NCAA tournament is on the horizon, Jules. Cool, man. I'm glad that you guys out there covering the game, having fun, and, you know, get some good basketball and good food, man. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner and all that, man. Man, I'm happy, boy. I'm happy for y'all. I had some TV time, man. I was uh, asking questions in the in the main gallery there, man, and people were shooting me that they were like, "Bro, I heard you ask questions on live broadcast. Keep it no school, man. It's cool, man. I'm taking it all in stride and just learning to try to get better, man, at the craft." Okay, all right, I hear you. So let's get into our fair file. So this one comes over from Erin from Wicker Park here in Chicago. She wanted to know, fellas, fair file or mid that don't put the toilet seat down when they're done. <laughs> <laughs> hey listen hey <laughs> well we're for women we all know it's a foul but you gotta give us some exceptions middle of the night you're tired you get up to use the washroom sometimes you forget you know don't be too hard on us ladies see you know sometimes we forget we don't mean to do it intentionally or, or maliciously but you know sometimes it just happens but Answer the question. Yeah, of course. Of course, it's a foul. <laughs> so um, I'm looking at this. I got to look at things from, from both sides of the equation. So to what Jules okay. said, yeah, I get it. Sometimes, you know, late night, you just go in there real quick, boom, you forget. Mm-hmm. Shit mm-hmm. happens. Mm-hmm. No pun intended. Mm-hmm. I right. know this is a popular thing for the ladies. The ladies love railing on us about this, about this toilet seat thing. But I'm just going to say this to y'all ladies. Hey, it takes just as much energy for us to put the seat down than it takes for y'all to fucking do what y'all need to do with the toilet seat. So I call foul on y'all. Why is it all on us? Ooh. Mm. Oh, that's a good point. Never looked at it like that. You compromise it on the toilet seat issues. Yeah, but why is it always us? Why is it always us? You know what I'm saying? I don't know. I'm just trying to tell you, Aaron. Because you asked the question. I, I want to know what you, what, what do you do in your household? What, what, what's, what's y'all set up over there? I know some of them say, mm. oh, man, I follow the seat because of y'all not putting the seat down. Well, why don't you pay attention? Why is that on me? But you, you know what? You know what? Good point. <laughs> but anyway, Aaron, I know where you were going with that question. So I say, okay, maybe it's a foul. But I'm going to say maybe it's a foul on y'all for being so uh, damn picky about this whole situation. I don't know. And I don't know, mm. ladies, they're going to they gonna come for me, uh, Jules, and I don't care. I want all the smoke because I want y'all to explain to me <laughs> how – I want y'all to explain to me how it just all comes our problem. You know what I mean? Now, I, this mm. is one thing. Now, if I'm at your crib, or say, for instance, if one of our female friends, Jules, and I go to their home, of course I'm going to put the toilet seat down. But if it's at my home and maybe I forgot to put the toilet seat down, man, leave me alone. You know what I mean? Leave me alone about that shit. Now, if I go to their crib, fine, fine, fair, total fair. But at my house, I don't know. Let me mm, that's a good point. That's a good point. Good point. So, yeah, Aaron, he's good question. Be, huh? <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's a good one. You get a different perspective on, on things on about toilet seat issues. Hey, okay, I get it. <laughs> and, and, and you know what? It's, it's funny when, when the question came up because I'm like, yeah, that's, that's a debate that's been going on for years. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I grew up in the house of women that was always yelling at me, put that damn toilet seat down when you're done. I'm like, damn, all right. My bad. Sheesh. <laughs> they did yell at since I was six years old. <laughs> Damn toilet seat. Mm-hmm. Boy, man, you would think it was the end of the world. But you know what helped, though, uh, Press? Getting that toilet seat that come down slowly. 
Yeah. That helps yeah. out a lot, man, because you can just you whip that thing. You just push it a little bit, and it goes down slowly on its own, and all right, cool. That's the good life right there. My brother got one of them. He got a bidet. <laughs> that's good life. Yeah, that's the good life. He, I don't have all that. My, my toilet see that boy, that thing slammed down. <laughs> you, better, you better hurry up. <laughs> oh, man, you got to catch that thing. <laughs> well, yeah, you, you better. <laughs> you got to have a cleanup on your hands, shit. <laughs> all right, well, let's get, oh, into these, let's get into these mailback questions. Oh. Hey, Aaron, thank you so much for the fair file. The first mailback question comes over from Miles from Dallas, Texas. And Jules, he wanted to know, was Calvin Ridley's suspension for gambling too excessive? And audience, before we get into this, Calvin Ridley bet on his own team and was given a one-year suspension by the NFL. Chris, I looked into this one, and I kind of felt like it was a little excessive. Yeah, I think so. A too. little excessive. I mean, a whole year – I mean, he gambled what I think fifteen hundred bucks, I think, in total, mm -hmm. and he wasn't on the team, I believe, at the time, and you know, so he didn't have any inside inside knowledge on what's going on. Yeah, he was away uh, from the team. Yep. Mm -hmm. So I kind of felt, eh, you know, it's a sizzle. Hopefully, he'll he can appeal it and knock it down to maybe 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 a couple games, maybe a couple, but a whole year. I seem that's that's kind of. That's 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 a little excessive. That's a little excessive. I mean, even the NFL said that it, it, he didn't compromise any games by doing it. Uh, but I know that's one of the things that the NFL take very seriously. But I need I know different circumstances, you know, call different situations, call different uh, way you handle things. And I think this one here is handled a little a little heavy, a little heavy in my in my point in my opinion. Man, yeah, considering that you've had players in this league that have been uh, accused of murder and you've had players right. in this league that have had crimes of violence against women, but you get this man a one-year suspension for gambling. And I understand. Like, listen, I want, I want the audience to hear me and hear me clearly on this. I understand that he should not have bet on those games. And I support the NFL for suspending him. However, a year? Come on, man. What, what the hell? And on top of that, my man can't even appeal the suspension until February 2023. I, I just think it's a bad look. Yeah. And also, for anybody that's listening to this, they're going to say, if anybody that's listening to this, they're going to say, prayers, a rule is a rule. Shut up. I don't want to hear that shit. Let's use common sense. Right. Right. That's what I'm saying. I get it. There's You have rules. But you got to look at totality of circumstances of, of okay, has he, what's his what's his background looking like? Or what's the situation behind it? I, 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 does does the, the, the sentence fits the crime? Because no. all right, he, he okay, he did it, no no doubt about it. He should he get something, yes. But a year, we talking about the, the extent of it is like, man, a year. That's that's what we are talking about. So we all in, in agree with that. He deserved to get suspended. Uh, but the year year worth is is what like wow, man, this is this is real heavy here. Yeah, you know what? There's people out here like they they looking at this situation and they're like. Oh, but he was betting on his own team and this and that. This man makes $11 million a year. Who even knows what his motivation was for, for placing a bet? Maybe it was something stupid, right. some stupid thing that he decided to do. Who knows? However, him trying to win a couple thousand dollars, I don't really think – like a lot of people sitting here just making comments about, oh, it's a bad look that he bet on his own team. Yeah, yeah, that's true. 
But it ain't like he was playing. Uh-huh. It's not like that he was influencing the outcome of the game. Right. Yeah, exactly. Right. It wasn't like he was telling cast a tank game, so shade points or anything like in that nature. It's it, I yeah, Prez, I I I I'm like you. I just don't and it's not millions, and it's we're talking about a couple thousand bucks. So it's like it's it's nothing. He, you know, pissed that off and you know it, 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 whatever. But but year, that's that's a little heavy. And then you say he can't appeal to 2023. So it's like, well, what'd he do then? So, uh, uh man. Yeah, it's just messed up. It's just messed up, man. I don't know. I just think the NFL wants to look like tough guys. But you know what? The NFL, they over here making all this money off all these sports betting partners. Well, I mean, yeah. And, and I can't say anything because DBE, we're partnered with one of them. So mm-hmm. I, it's, it's mm-hmm. all over the place. You know, at the end of the day, sports betting is here. Right. And they should expect that their players, however, even though it's not legal, you can't be determined that you ain't got other players is doing what he did too. His ass well, is stupid because he set the account up with his own information on his own r- phone. Right. Now, <laughs> now, if he wanted to do anything, he could have had a partner or something. Well, you know, whatever, what you know, one of those associates that's not in your in circle, but, you know, hey, I got a couple, you know, put, such and such on such and such. I, I, I mean, that's what you know I'm what I'm doing. saying? You know what I'm saying? I'm going to let him do it. Hit do up here. I'm about to show you three stacks. Just go do something real quick. Right, uh, right, 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 right. Uh, so, but he, I, yeah, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Let's just say the the sentencing doesn't, it doesn't fit. It doesn't. Oh, it's not a good look. He don't need the money. He ain't out here trying to face games. He wasn't even playing. And the NFL, they need to keep that same energy when other situations happen. That's all I'm yeah, I was about to say. Mm-hmm. Yeah, anybody else that they're coming out getting popped uh, for betting, hey. But not even that. You do that to this if man. You, hey, you get in trouble doing something to your wife or your girlfriend or any female yeah, well, out there. Yeah, uh-huh. uh-huh. Then it should yeah, be your suspension press. at least. Press. Hey, come on. That, hey, there we go. That's what I'm saying. Keep that same energy, Roger. Keep that same energy. Don't sit over here and come handy-handed at this guy, but you got guys that have been doing some bullshit. He spent four games. Greg Hardy, when he was in the league, he got like a, what, a six-game suspension, and he almost killed somebody. You know, so <laughs> I guess I just don't get it. That's why it's tough for me sometimes with the NFL because I love football, but then when you look at some of the decisions that they make and how they handle things, you're just like, y'all don't get it at all. Yeah, Press. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, I mean, so the next mailback question we have is from Matthew from Plano, and he's got a Deshaun mm-hmm. Watson question. And when I look at the right. Deshaun Watson situation, Deshaun Watson, his team sat him down for the season. They're like, no, you're not going to play because you got all this shit swirling around you. And so mm-hmm. Matthew's question, audience, was it's a two-parter. He was like, are you guys conflicted on Deshaun Watson? And then also he was like, what team do you think you'll get traded to? So I'll let Jules hit this one. So the second question, the second question I'm answering, I'm gonna just say quick, quickly. I'm gonna just say Pittsburgh. I wouldn't mind seeing him in in in, the, uh, in Pittsburgh. Well, did you uh, see that Mitch Trubisky got signed to Pittsburgh? Oh, did he? Oh, yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah. But hmm. obviously Deshaun Watson would be an upgrade. But I wonder if they're bringing Mitch in to be the starter. So it might be in the works, man. Uh, uh, speaking of the kind of a sidetrack, I heard the Brady's back. I heard. Yeah, what I tell you, I told y'all he wasn't retired. <laughs> right, because we had a mailbag question on what, what Brady doing, and, and we both was like, 
Yeah, he said he retired, but it was like, I don't know. It was still early, and and he had plenty of time to change his mind, which which he did. He did. <laughs> and, and, and Big Ben did uh, officially retire. He re- he retired back in January. Oh, did he? Yo. Okay, okay. Okay, so they get Maserati Mitch, like, as, as you called him, Fred. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. <laughs> Okay, so uh, I don't know if Deshaun, but I, but obviously Deshaun Watson would be an upgrade over over Maserati, right? But, but just letting you but, know that you know, they two, did sign Mitch. They said okay, so I know I think I read two two teams that interest. I think it was uh, uh Carolina and um and oh uh, shit, I forgot the other team. I think he can see himself in Carolina. But uh, for the first question, am I Lou Lucas or Lou? I Perez, I. Here's the thing about this. This is as new far as athlete. You know, you gotta be careful when you're out when you when you're an athlete and you're in the limelight, you 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 getting, you know, the, I mean, you getting females thrown at you left and right. And you gotta be careful. You know, there's a whole bunch of allegations that was going on. I think what nine, I think. I, I forgot how many. Oh, Deshaun? Yeah. Oh yeah, like twenty two, I thought. Like twenty two, of course. You know, I read that, you know, none of them's come. Uh, I think all the stuff is dropped in court or whatever the case may be. But, you know, there's and now you got the lawsuits, you know, which I'm pretty sure the civil lawsuits where, you know, things going to be handled outside of you mm-hmm. know, outside of court. I'm a conflicted like because, bro, you, you got to you, you, you know better, man. You got to be careful. I mean, you got to be careful out there. But. It, you know, should it mess with his his game, his professional, his career? You know, I I'll just say, man, this should be just a lesson learned, man. Just put your head down, just play the game. That's that's what I'm at with with Deshaun Watson. Okay, and, and stay yeah. out of them and stay out of them goddamn massage parlors. Yeah, dude. That, that, right. That's why. That's why I'm big on. We you in that we you in that we in that line. Like you gotta pretty much pretty much. Man, you gotta you gotta watch yourself. You gotta see why you see why cover your ass all time, at all time. I know you probably won't get they come up to you throwing the stuff at you, but you just gotta be careful because now we see it a lot more now than ever. The females, hey, they trying to. I'm not saying all of them, but some of them get 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 you know get some uh, some ill will intentions. Oh, this, hey, listen, <laughs> humans, right, Jules? When you think about it, a right. lot of them have ill ill intentions and ulterior motives. And what you're seeing mm-hmm. to the point that you just said, you got some evil people out here in this world, bro. And we see right. some sick shit that right. happens on both sides. But to the point that you were making, I agree with that because these guys need to be careful. Now, Deshaun's situation, a lot of the stuff that, that's come out, it's kind of pointing him like in a, in a position where he looks like a major pervert. And for me, and I told you this on the show, I couldn't understand why a professional athlete that has access to a professional training staff is over here booking these massage appointments at these rinky dick ass places. Like, what are we doing? Why are you doing all that? Mm-hmm. Like, to me, it made him look a little suspect because it's like, why, why are you booking these appointments with all these random massage therapists when you work for an organization that has a probably a, a masseuse? He probably can get a massage whatever the fuck he wants. So that's why I thought he kind of put himself out there by doing all this shit outside of the team. Like, what were you doing? That shit was kind of weird to me. Now, we none of us are ever going to know what exactly happened because when these situations happen, there's the lie, there's the truth, and there's something in the middle. You know, there's always, like, some uh-huh. some things that are going on that we'll never find out. But I will say this. Mm-hmm. 
it was interesting to me that when Deshaun Watson wanted to be traded out of Houston, then a week later, all of these allegations came out. Now, I'm not saying that they're not true, but I feel like this was orchestrated against him because the organization wanted to embarrass him. I have a feeling that this stuff was going on for a long time. They knew about it, and they waited to release this shit when this man wanted to get traded out of Houston. Mm-hmm. Think about it. The very next week, 22 allegations against him come out. I just want people to just think about that. I'm not taking up for the guy. Now, I know that they decided not to indict, but that'll be that he didn't do the shit. That just means that they didn't have enough right. evidence or whatever to, right, right. to, to do so. But we know simply mm-hmm. he's going to pay. Right, right, exactly. Mm-hmm. So to answer your question, Matthew, I am a bit conflicted because I don't like a situation where on either side, whether it's a man that's accusing someone of doing something that didn't be, and it's not true or vice versa. So that's somebody's reputation that will never be the same. When you think of Deshaun Watson, you're always going to think about the strip, I mean, the, the massage parlor thing. You're going to think he's a scumbag and a, and a creep. He's not going to be able to shake that. And that's why I have a problem with these allegations that people make about people because even when the person clears their name, people still think about that shit. And it's still associated with their, their reputation. And, you, and that's the one thing. Your reputation, is it takes the longest to build and it takes seconds for it to be destroyed. Man. So I'm, that's why I'm conflicted because, like Jules said, he put himself in a bad situation. There was no reason why he needed to go to all these outside massage parlors. That's where it made it like look suspect to me. He didn't need to do all that. So I hope going forward, you stick with the organization wherever you get traded to. Stick to their training staff. If you want a massage, get a massage that's on the up and up. Let me go to these random ass places. Yeah, you never know. Right. So the best solution is not to be in that situation, man. Go to Thank a respectable you. spot, like you said, Perez. Hey. Get some happy endings from from your lady or whatever the case may be, but man, yeah, you need yeah, to be I see clean this girl. from now this on. Girl, going his forward. girl, his girl, bad. What, what you doing, Deshaun? And she stuck by him through this whole thing too. I was like looking at her. I was like, boy, he got him a real one. She ain't mm-hmm. run from the first sign of danger. He must, I'm, he must have also paid her some money because she she ain't gonna know. Oh, dude, you know, dude, you know, you know he whatever she want. Okay, baby, you got hey, it. Cause yeah, cause all of this. That's a lot. 22. Yeah. We we ain't talking about no one or two isolated situations now. We talking about 22. Right. 22. You're like, God, man. Almost, you trying to reach Cosby, boy. Oh, oh. See? You see what I mean, though? See, that that my boy (laughs) Jules threw Cosby out there. (laughs) Oh, man. Man, see? Now, Deshaun, your reputation. Now you out there, people looking at you like Cosby. Come on, man. Yeah. So, no, I'm, I'm super conflicted when it comes to him because, as I mentioned, sometimes it's more important things that we should be focused on in this sport. Now, should mm-hmm. the guy get another chance? Sure. But, mm-hmm. man, I mm-hmm. hope that he ain't guilty of what they accused him of. That's all I want to say over here, Jules. That's all I hope. Oh, yeah. You and me both because, dude, he, he was balling out in Houston. And we want him to get back there. I, you know, we want him to get back there. Hey, listen. All right. I, the late great Kobe, he he took some knocks. Right. He took some knocks with the allegation. He kept his head, you know, he fixed what he had to fix and he he and he kept playing, he kept continuing, and he and he, and he took it in and he kept going. Deshaun, you need that same playbook, boy. Going out there, fix whatever you got to fix personally, 
going out there uh, professionally and do your thing, man. That's a good point there because Kobe, and we all know, that was all well chronicled, mm-hmm. documented. Mm-hmm. That guy went through the whole rape scenario there with Colorado mm-hmm. happened. Mm-hmm. And the guy still went out there on the court and performed and his life was at stake. He flying back and forth from Colorado to LA for games and shit. The team didn't know if he was going to show up. Kobe putting 40 on people and he's sitting in court all day. Like mm-hmm. that is just crazy. You know what I mean? And I don't even want to get into that situation, guilty or not guilty. Right, right, all right. I'll say when it comes to the Kobe thing and the same thing I'll say to Deshaun Watson, people got to use better, they got to use better decision making mm-hmm. and don't put yourself in situations where you could be accused of shit. And also, don't fucking do stupid shit. Perfect. Perfect. Now, as far as the team, Matthew, I'd probably say the Raiders. Just because I just don't believe okay. in Derek Carr as a quarterback, I think that would be a great spot for him. And, and Jules mentioned Carolina. That's another team that I've heard a lot of people talk about. But I would say either Carolina or, or the Raiders. I think those would be really good okay. spots for him. Boy, you know, man, Oak, uh, I'm sorry. Damn. Uh, Vegas. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> yes, I went old school. <laughs> Vegas, man, they spent I forgot how much they, they gave Carr. It was like over hundred something million, didn't it? Yeah, he got a big contract. He got a fat check, boy. That's why they couldn't pay Khalil back because they paid all that money to Derek Carr. Mm. And shout out to Khalil back, Bears trader. We love you, Khalil. Good luck to you out there in LA. Prez, when I heard it, I instantly text you. Oh, yeah. I said, I dude, is this for real? Well, I tell you, I was like, yep. And I said, the yeah, he says it's a done deal. It's a done deal. And I'll, I'll tell you one thing about that GM. He ain't fucking around. He cut Tariq. He cut Goldman. He cut Danny Trevathan. Hakeem Hicks is probably not coming back. Same thing with A-Rob. He, hey, this man didn't like that roster, and he's showing you. No. He said, I'm going to rebuild this in my own image. President, let me ask you something. How, how you feel about it? About uh, Khalil back getting traded? Khalil and, and, and other cats. But for, for firstly, first, with Khalil mad because I was I felt I was talking to Holiday and I was like man Khalil felt like he was the heartbeat of that defense when he was out there so for me I always thought the heartbeat of that defense was Hakeem Hicks but I thought when you look okay. at a guy like Khalil Mack he gave us that star power that guy right there okay. was a game changer right and so mm-hmm. having that on that team on that on especially on that defense it took that defense to another level so I agree with your mm-hmm. point as far as him being like a catalyst because he was. But I look at the injuries the last couple of years. I look at that contract. And I think the Khalil got traded to a good situation. He's going to a Chargers team that I think is being built to contend. And he gets to get paired up with Bosa, who's one of the top defensive linemen in the league. So then Khalil back here in Chicago, he's getting double team or triple team. That ain't gonna happen to the Chargers. They gonna mm-hmm. have to pick the poison, right? Which means Khalil back will be eating. Dude, I might have to start watching some uh, some Chargers game, man. See how what they do because we watched them just to kind of keep an eye on Khalil. And also, too, hey, he get the move and live in LA. I'm sure he gonna be okay with that. Yeah, I don't think he's shedding any tears. No. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe a little watery, maybe, maybe, but maybe his left eye. But yeah. Well, <laughs> yeah, that, 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 that man going to LA. So how do how do you feel about the whole Tariq and and Trevade? I well, I know Trevade, you know, 
injuries as well. That Tariq yeah, same with Tariq. Goldman. Goldman, Goldman, for me, just underperformed. So he sat out the 2020 season, and, and some would argue he sat out the 2021 season because he didn't play work for them. But I was okay with the move because, listen, if you're not performing in this league, this is a results-oriented business. And you got a big-ass contract they signed you to, you got to go. Tariq Cohen, he went out there and said that he wasn't confident in his knee yet, and he showed that he mm. wasn't necessarily mentally ready to clear that hurdle of coming back to play. So they had to make the move that made sense. When it came to Danny Trevathan, I got nothing but respect for the guy. But again, oh yeah, you, you got to be uh -huh. available to your team. These are some big contracts that we're talking about that they cleared. Yeah, they cleared some contract, got some uh, salary cap space, some money. Now, man, ooh, this good. This going to look like all different uh, Bears team in a few. <laughs> yeah, and then also another thing too for any of our audience that's. NFL fans and whatnot, Google Chicago Bears cap space 2023. You're going to see a number and it's going to make you smile. That's what Ryan Poles is doing. He's clearing the deck. He's gearing up for to make sure that 2023 season, they can go out there and get some people. And as I always okay. say, Justin Fields is the guy that they got to build around. Get this man some weapons. Get him an offensive right. line. That's what you and I always talk about. So that's my uh -huh. opinion on that. But however, Clue back, but miss him here in Chicago. However, I wasn't too torn up about it because I got the long-term vision of why he was moved. Okay, gotcha. gotcha. I miss him, though. I love Khalil. Love Khalil. Mm -hmm. Shit, as soon as that trade happened, I went out and bought a Khalil back jersey. That's, that was my preferred game day jersey was that 52. So now that I think mm -hmm. I got I to put that up in the man cave now because I can't wear that at the game no more. I'll be sad. You got to put it up, man. Fold it up, put it in the frame, and Hang it up, man. The Mac, man. That's right. That's right. That's right. <laughs> hey, good luck to you, Khalil. All right, Jules. Yes, so sir. the next question came over from Corey from Charlotte, North Carolina. And Corey wanted to know, who do you guys think is going to win the NCAA tourney? <laughs> I think, uh, <laughs> oh, man. I, I, I got to roll with, I got to go with Illinois, man. Illinois, huh? Yeah, like last year. <laughs> <laughs> okay. See, last now, year they got me. Last year they got me. I was on that Illinois train too. This year, not so much. Boy with Arizona, yeah. y'all. Arizona. Arizona, okay. Yeah, I'm just, I'm going to go. I just want to see, I just want to see the fighting line I get in there and, and get one. Are they going to do it? I'm not sure, but I'm just, just hoping. Yeah, as honest as I told you guys, I was covering that Big Ten tournament and Illinois had a double bye and lost in the first round of that playoff to Indiana. So they're going into this uh, NCAA tournament not playing their best ball right now. But you never know because teams can get hot at the right time. And that's all it takes for you to go on a nice little 3-4 game heater at, at the right time, maybe during the, during the tournament. So we'll see what happens there. But I got Arizona to answer your question, Corey. I just think that I've been watching them all season. Really good team. And I think uh, Arizona-Purdue in the national championship game. That's, that's my prediction. Mm. Haven't filled out my brackets all the way, but that's kind of where I'm leaning right now, Corey. So I just thought about it. Jules, me, you, and a couple other people, man, we should we should, we should get together and do a little bracket pool and see what's what. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah, because last year we did a bracket, and that just got blew up the, after the first oh, round. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I remember your, I remember your <laughs> A lot that, of upsets. 
Yo, I remember your bracket. Woof. Good Lord. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. I'm, yeah. Yeah. I don't get I don't really get them things too much, and I, and I know why. <laughs> <laughs> Me too. After seeing your performance last year, I was like, good Lord. But you got to redeem yourself this year, bro. Okay. All right. <laughs> so, yeah, I'll, I'll put something together. Okay, cool. All right. The next question comes up from Chelsea from Knoxville, Tennessee, and she wanted to know, what were your thoughts on Jesse Smollett's courtroom remarks after being found guilty? Press. I'll tell you what, I heard the term down the hill. Man, my man, Jesse, I, I, I Prez, I ain't know what to think. I ain't know what to make of it. I'm thinking like, is this like a a, a, a movie screen, a movie scene or something? Because I'm like, what are we, what, I'm saying, did I miss something? Because, you know, the wife and I, we sitting at home, we're watching it. I'll say, okay, they're going to give the, the sentencing. Okay. After two hours, I'm like, Jesus, come on with it. And he finally did it, and then you got anything else to say. And he he went in and said not suicidal and stuff, and I'm just like, damn, wait a minute. Did it just see he was suicidal or something? Like, what the? And 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 he stood up, and he's talking about oppression and, and my people and LGBTQ and all that stuff. And, and I'm just like, press. I, I, I'm sitting to him looking at my wife. I'm like, what, what is this? <laughs> what is this? Hey, listen. Hey, look. I'm sitting up here. I'm with you. I'm with you, man. I'm with you. But when you get the when you get the the cars all uh, uh, decked out against you, like, dude, all the evidence and stuff yeah. show that you did it. Yeah. So I'm like, what are we? I'm like, what what's going on? I'm sitting here like, bro, just come on, man. Just own up to it. Just own up. That's all. That's all I kept saying. And then and then they, you know the people what. What I don't like about it, man, they bringing race into this, and I'm like, man, come on, man, no, man, not on this one, not on well, this one. You do know that. what though? But you know what? He brought race into it. <laughs> well, <laughs> well, yeah. <laughs> he brought race. Uh, yeah, and he brought, well, yeah. And he brought the, the you know the anti uh, you know gay thing into it. So he kind uh-huh. of done. He did all that I, with, I, with I, the with the stage the situation there. Because what did he say? The guy came up to him. Uh, what he say? What he? He said something about said, this is back in country. I'm like, what the fuck? Yeah. <laughs> he see, he said it, nigga on, on Empire. Yeah, this, I'm like, I, what? What? First of all, uh, Chicago is a lot of things. It ain't back in country. Secondly, mm-mm, mm-mm. what what dude? This is what the thing that always tr- cracked me up about the situation. What what bagger person knows about Empire? I, I never, <laughs> I never got that shit. I, yeah, I barely know about Empire. <laughs> yes, yeah, I think I watched. I think I watched the first season. That was a wrap. I just oh, that first season was fire, but then it started to kind of jump yeah, the, the first season a little bit. Uh, but just, but no, I, so, but to answer this question, Chelsea, I knew why he said that shit. He wanted attention. It was theatrical, but I also think there was a little bit of him being scared in that moment. Right, he's going to jail. Shit, I don't want to go mm-hmm. to jail. And he also probably Mm-mm. thinking about what happened to Epstein. So I bet he made them comments because he was like, look, uh, I'm fine. So if I turn up dead or something in this cell, y'all need to investigate because I'm good. And I think that's what it was. I think it was a situation where this man was scared and he was like, hey, I don't want them to do nothing to me. So I know they did put him in protective custody. Oh, yeah. they Listen, you, Prez, you know you hit on the head there because now there's cameras on him. 
They got guards watching them. Ain't nothing gonna happen to Jay. Well, nothing's gonna happen to Jason. Nobody's gonna happen to Jason in the first place. Jason and Epstein, totally two different. Epstein yeah, knew some stuff could. on some powerful people. And they would have got him, didn't they? They would have got him. They, 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 man, he knew too much. Yep. Jesse, yeah, I don't think you know. <laughs> you like you ain't got nothing to worry about, bro. <laughs> right, you ain't got nothing to worry about, really. They probably want you to do some singing or something that. Who knows? But <laughs> I mean, I mean, bro, he, he got him with 150 days. He might do 60, 65 of that. Right. And, you know, um, uh, you know, I, he brought that on himself. Press. I mean, oh, I hear you, Juice. I hear you, Juice. I hear you. I, I, listen, when the first thing, when the first thing, when it first came out, and I, I don't like to like just immediately when someone says something, I don't, I don't want to be the guy that's like, that seems kind of suspect. But I just never really believed it, you know. And that was the thing. So for me, the mayor at the time was pissed off because she paid all that overtime to the officers that were investigating the situation. She didn't let the shit go. Right, and then that district attorney he came in there and he didn't let it go, so they were hell bent mm-hmm. on making sure that he paid for this, for this fake uh, hoax thing that, well, this hoax thing that he that he put out. There. Right, and that judge, the judge was going after him too. He was calling oh, narcissists and all kind of shit. I was like, damn, he going for him. Man, Judge Lynn wasn't playing. I was he like, wasn't. my god, he wasn't. Uh-huh. That man told him, he said, you destroyed your life as you do it. Hey, man, I, I ain't gonna lie, Press. When I was watching that, I was like, it thought, it made, I went back to the days when I was a kid and I had messed up and my dad was like grilling me for hours. I <laughs> said, said boy, Damn. oh yeah, yeah, I, Pops. Look, I, didn't even, I, didn't even know you, I didn't even know your Pops spoke more than five minutes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, hey, he ain't say much, but if you mess up, Oh man, he'll grill you. Ah, oh. it was almost to a point, man. Man, just give me a whooping so we can get this over with. You like? I'm tired of talking. I'm tired of listening <laughs> to this shit. <laughs> and and I'm looking over there, at Jesse, and he putting up the nice little front, just looking all, just listening, and just okay. And I'm just like, man, I know in the inside, my man, like, oh, he was dumb. tearing him apart, wasn't he? He was tearing him apart, wasn't he? Man, I'm like, damn, Judge. I mean, you see it, like, man, take it easy. <laughs> he ain't like he went out and killed anybody. He just he just did some dumb stuff, man. I mean, but he caused a lot of a uh, lot of attention to Chicago, and and that's what the the politicians, the politicians was mad about. He was going on yep. shows talking about he's innocent, and and he purged himself on on trial. And it was like, yo, you can't. I, I I mean, all the other stuff, man. I like, bro, just go in there, man. Just you know, get, do your time and come on out. And focus on your career, man. Focus on your career, yep. just like get, just like get, Watson. Get, get back, back on track. There. Get back yep. on track. But I tell you one thing, boy. That judge, he boy, he did not miss his words. He, and he told you, he told he told you, Jesse. He said, "You have turned your life upside down." By he said, "Your misconduct and your shenanigans." Well, somebody accused you of shenanigans. You know you fucked up. <laughs> yeah. Wait. Whenever, hey, friends. Whenever you use the word shenanigans, and, yeah. oh, and he called him a charlatan. And I was yeah, like, yeah, I was like, whoa, what is this, 1950? <laughs> charlatan. I'm like, hey, I had to look that up. Charlatan, what the hell? <laughs> so that's, that's, that's what I was, he, he reached back for that one. But no, so to, to answer that question, Chelsea, uh, I really think that that was Jesse being dramatic and extra, but also at the same time, he was afraid and he wanted people to know if I come up dead, I didn't do this shit. 
Mm-hmm. Okay. But uh, but I hope that he learns from this. You know, I'm, I'm not one yeah. of these people that wants to sit here and condemn someone. You 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 made a terrible decision here with this thing, and he's been charged. He, he's going to serve his time. When you get out, bro, just get your career back on track. Man, do it the right it. way. Do it the right way. You don't need these weirdo things to try to keep yourself relevant. Don't do that. Just just put in the work. Somebody will give you another opportunity. Write a uh-huh. book. You you'll be fine. Mm-hmm. Yes, sir. All right. The last question, Jules. Comes over from Alex from Oceanside, California. And what mm-hmm. Alex wants okay. to know is, what is an embarrassing habit about you that no one knows about until today? <laughs> I saw this question and I started laughing because, oh man, embarrassing habits. Ah, uh, you know what, Press? <laughs> I have, I have, I get, I get. I got hair growing out of my ears. <laughs> and sometimes I play with them. <laughs> oh my god! Like if I don't if I don't cut them, sometimes. I play with them. <laughs> now, now, this when I'm hanging out with this man, I'm gonna be just staring at his goddamn ears now. <laughs> It is old man. Why don't you cut them things, man? Yeah. What, what you doing? <laughs> yeah, sometimes I mess with them. <laughs> and that's how you know we get old. Yeah, fucking it. Oh, yeah. Got ear hair coming all out of the place. <laughs> yeah, so that's hey, so that's mine. So now you know. <laughs> <laughs> now we paying attention to that shit. Well, yeah, I you know. Uh, it's one of them things in the, in the nighttime or something. Yeah, there you go. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> so, you, to Jules's point, when this question came over, I laughed at it too because I was like, "Good lord!" I said, "I probably have a couple." So I'm just gonna I'm gonna give you, I'm gonna give you guys two of them. <laughs> the first one, <laughs> Jules, don't judge me too bad. <laughs> okay. Sometimes, uh, when I walk past a mirror, I check myself out. That's that's a that's a hey, ain't nothing wrong with that. Yeah, but you, know, but you know, sometimes you probably shouldn't, you know, be that into yourself. You know, I put on a little something else. I, I catch that mirror. I'm like, damn, all right, son. He <laughs> said, all right, son. <laughs> hey, man, I got it going on. Hey, yeah, I'm over here t- I'm, I was over here turning my own cell phone. <laughs> <laughs> I ain't mad at you, man. That's a good one. And then the second one is when I'm in the shower. When I do my little mini concerts, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? So I love to sing. I love music. And so sometimes, you know, I had the music going in the shower. And boy, I be in there. I be doing my thing. So today's concert oh. was a little Whitney Houston. Damn. Prayers after all these years, I don't think I ever heard you sing. No, I do that shit privately, son. <laughs> that was, oh, that, man. That was, so you probably don't know this about me, but when I was little, I sang in the gospel choir. But that was many moons ago when my voice was, you know, my voice is on point after puberty mm-hmm. and football injuries that caused me to have my little nasal issues. It, my voice, my singing voice is, is kind of left me. But uh, the audience, they don't stop me. When, that, when I be in that shower, you can't tell me shit. Oh, that's what's up, man. Hey, what, 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 which, which, Whitney, which Whitney Houston song you sang today? <laughs> oh, today was I'll Always Love You. Oh, I was killing that oh, song. Man. I was killing that song. Okay. 
<laughs> I like it, man. I like it. Yep. And all this, y'all, y'all not getting no sample on this show. I will not say mm-hmm. on this show. No, sir. Oh, damn. We hey, you gotta do we gotta do a pod where you uh we up in the shower and then <laughs> <laughs> They're like, what, what the hell creepy? Want? What the fuck? What the fuck creepy ass prayers doing? <laughs> this motherfucker over here showering and looking at himself in the mirror and shit. <laughs> he said, You sick, bro. He said, Shower looking at himself in the mirror. <laughs> oh. looking, at myself, looking at myself in the side of my eye, like, hmm. <laughs> <laughs> oh, damn. Yes, stupid. <laughs> Yo, all, all soaked up and laughing, all soapy. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> you a fucking fool. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, shit. Damn. Oh, oh that's dumb. That's yeah. dumb. Yeah, you know how we do, Jules. You know how we do. <laughs> hey, dude, it's been oh, people. They man. like, bro, they like, y'all been having me crying this season. They like, y'all just been silly as hell. Artists, we always been silly, but maybe we've ratcheted it up just a little bit more this season. Y'all welcome. Oh, man. Here's a y'all welcome. So, audience, as Jules said earlier, this episode, we're going to pull back the curtain on climate change. And this topic came over from Charles from Springfield, Illinois. Charles hit us up and he was like, hey, guys, I feel like this is a topic that isn't discussed enough. And he's also saying, like, hey. Think about the things that are going on in our world right now and how climate change affects those things. So I thought, hey, this would be a great topic for Jules and I to kind of go back and forth on and kind of give our thoughts. Because the one thing I would say, and this is probably going to be a really weird analogy audience, but this is the way that I view a situation like climate change. If it's a damn dog outside that I don't know nothing about that's out there growling and has got mean intentions, I think I'm going to be motivated to avoid that fucking dog. And mm-hmm. when it comes to this whole climate change situation, I feel like our government, we as a people, we can do more to avoid the threat that is known as climate change. We should be doing the same thing if we saw a pit bull barreling down the street at us. If, if that pit bull, like he wants to tear you apart, you're not going to keep <laughs> walking towards that pit bull, are you? No, sir. <laughs> <laughs> so that's, what I, no, that's, sir. What I, that's the way I view this thing with climate change. I think we need to do more to avoid these threats and avoid this threat. And also, I think our government should be more motivated to do things to to, to do so. I mean, shit, if you guys want another analogy, you walking down the street on a dark night and you see some people walking up and you're like, oh, I don't know about this shit. <laughs> <laughs> you think that one across the streets. <laughs> and I, I've done that plenty of times. Uh, a couple times, actually, matter of fact. I was like, I don't want no smoke, man. <laughs> oh, man. Listen, I did that the other day, Jules. I told you I had to take the uh, train back to uh, Indy to go get my damn car. And the Amtrak mm-hmm. station was in a part of town that, you know, maybe probably not the nicest part of town. I'm like, I'll just walk to the to the to to where my car was parked. That was, a, was probably a mistake. I should have took it over. Next time I'll take it over. Because mm-hmm. as I'm walking, okay. I'm noticing people like, kind of following me and you know Jules we from the shine we know what it is so I just I like I mm-hmm, stop mm-hmm. and I turn around and I'm like what's up if I look at you like if I look at you like nothing <laughs> and he the guy stopped and he turned around I knew he was following me I'm like bro I ain't no I'm not mm. stupid I know what you are 
So I'm not going to keep okay. walking and get off this main road and then you try to pull up. So at least while we on this main road, I'm going to let you know, oh, no, I see you. <laughs> I'm going to give myself mm -hmm. a fighting chance around here. But just telling that story, audience, of just saying that we got to give ourselves a fighting chance when it comes to climate change. Because if we don't do something about this silent threat, Man, we gonna be in a world of trouble, Jules. No, I agree with you, man. Um, you know, prayers when when we was, you know, given this opportunity to talk about this, it was like, wow, climate change. Because even I was like thinking about when I was a shorty, and a lot of things had changed mm -hmm. from where we was kids until now because the effects of climate changes and and. One thing that, that came to mind was the late great poet Michael Jackson. He had a, he had a song called Earth Song. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And that video was so powerful because he kind of he spoke on on this and 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 war, you know, extra things too, but but how was the world before and then now the world's now because of human and what we've done and it, actually that was one of his the lyrics it was what have we done to this world you know mm. this 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 crying earth you know so the earth is crying when you see the forest fires and the mudslides and avalanches and the tsunamis and typhoons and all that stuff that's the earth crying letting you know that it's it's off balance that the the effect of of climate change and global warming so like you said Perez, if we don't take 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 action on this I mean, right now, we feel the effects. We feel effects a little bit, you know, here and there. These the, the parts of that, that be it. it we're, we're blessed in Chicago, Chris. I mean, we we've seen weather's like sun sunny. It's raining. It's like, it, oh, you know, that's a typical Chicago for you. But some of these states are getting hit with some of this 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 catastrophe, catastrophe and stuff. And it's like, okay, okay, we need to. We need to we need to focus on that because right now it's we can manage it. But what happened in, in the future with our grandkids and our, our great grandkids, those are the people that's gonna be be mostly impacted by this if we don't get a handle on this. No, and Jules, that's a great point. And I also like the fact that you talked about some of these states and even countries that they get hit by a lot of the after effects of climate change and they don't have the infrastructure set up in place mm -hmm. to help, right? And that's a problem. Mm -hmm. I mean, think about Hurricane Ida. That thing was devastating. The floods that were happening in Europe and China. Mm -hmm. yes. Those type of things are all a direct impact of what Jules was actually talking about. And when these disasters happen, they cost billions of dollars to, oh, yeah. you know what I'm saying, to, to, to kind of help offset. Not to mention the human suffering that happens from that. And so Man, I really enjoyed the fact that this question came over because it made me even take a step back and think like, man, <laughs> what are some things that we could be doing to kind of be um, a solution to this, right? Because obviously we know there's a lot of things that are going on right now, Jules, where things are, they're trying to make things more green, even in Chicago, right? Right. You remember that, mm -hmm. Mayor Daly, he planted more shrubbery around in Chicago when you drive through there, it's more green. And I feel like mm -hmm. more yes. and more cities are starting to adopt to that. But I think it doesn't just stop there. There's other things we can be doing, even us, with the way that we utilize resources. Man, Perez, you hit it right on the head because I'm looking at, uh, uh, brush my teeth this morning, how 
you, you keep the water running. And I just got to be cognizant of, um, you know, turn that water off when you're brushing teeth because, you know, taking, uh, using that hot water, like that burn up a lot of energy, you know, to heat the water. And, and that, 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 you know, that affects it. So, and certain other things, you know, unplug in, like, like my wife and I, when we go out to the, to the lake house, when we leave here, we unplug things. So we're not wasting burning energy. Mm. You know, those are some of the things we can do individually. You know, I know the, 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 you know, if it ain't a, a way of, of working and if we all work together, man, we can, you know, we can hit this thing, hit this thing full on and, and of course, recycle prayers. I mean, I mean, mm -hmm. uh, that's something new because when we was coming up, there was no recycling when a recycling can. Well, when I, we was coming I, up. I would say not in our neighborhoods now. Right, 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 right. right, right. That shit. <laughs> no, we, we didn't no, have it on the side. No, and that's kind of fairly new, the recycling. Recycling can is kind of fairly new. I, I want to say maybe past, what, five years? I, I'm thinking. I would say for me, five, probably like the past days. 10 years. But before that. 10 years, 10 years? Okay. Yeah. Okay. Now, when I was, now, when I was in college, we had recycling and all that, but I didn't use that shit. But, oh, okay. But it makes me realize mm. that all those years, I didn't come up with that mindset of thinking right. about the environment, thinking about the people right. next to you, Right. But those are the things that I'm cognizant of now that I'm now cognizant of, Jules. Shit, I'm the first person now getting that stuff set up for the recycling. I'm like, all right, let me, let me do my part. <laughs> <laughs> right, right. And everything is almost everything you you use or, or when you discard it, it's, it's recyclable. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. It's recyclable. So if you can save just save trees in that matter and 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 do your part, that's that's what's up, man. Because I think the recycle guys come out twice a month. And boy, it'd be so much stuff to recycle. You, you just imagine. And 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 I like what you said, man. That mindset, because I think that's the biggest problem. The biggest problem is this education, the lack of, or because we we didn't we didn't know, so we didn't didn't care. Right. It was exactly. like always oh, garbage. So if 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 the people powers may be can do more educating and, and give out more information about it, then you have people more more and more people get a, will jump on board. And like okay, let's save the environment. Um, and, uh, let's not, let's not just, just, just overlook this because this is what is, 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 is happening. So man, as far as we're, we're recycling, man, and that's, and that's easy and it's easy. Very easy. You know, there's some, they, they, you know, they give a, a picture of things you can do, bottles, plastics, uh, uh, car, cardboard, you know? So it's like, man, okay, we can do that. We can start unplugging some of the stuff that we're not using. If you're not using that, uh, that a uh, Keurig or coffee maker throughout the day, unplug it. If you're not using your your cell phone adapters, unplug it. You know, you take your cell phone off if you leave the house or whatever. You know, unplug it because that's burning up energy. Change the light bulbs. I know LED is big now. LED mm -hmm. is everywhere. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, what I'm saying some of those and uh, the, the 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 older light bulbs, you know, generate carbon dioxide. So and you know, and plus you save money. You save money, they, you yeah. know. It's like a win-win. Because mm -hmm. one of the things, Jules, and, and you probably hear that at me right now, my allergies are at an all-time high. And that's to affect the climate change because pollen is out here super aggressive right mm -hmm. now. And it's kicking my ass. And that's another thing. You know, you talk about people's health. <laughs> so that's something right. that's, you know, that's a direct impact of these things. Man, yeah, because I hear... 
are you what, what you taking for it? Is like Sudafed or you taking anything for it or? Yeah, some Florinades, but that shit ain't helping. Florinades, damn. Yeah, I'm, man. I'm, I'm over here hurting y'all. <laughs> man. So, we'll, yeah, we'll, we'll dude, push that, it through, nevertheless. We'll push it through, nevertheless. Man, there you go. Hey, man. Hey, hey, hey that's the prayers, man. Yeah. <laughs> but, man, I don't know, man. It's one of them things that we we definitely got to get a uh, get a, a, a tight, tight grip on. Because, brother, we've seen some things. And people are like, man, is this is this the end of days? Because you're just seeing a lot more. And, and it's written. And it's written over in Armageddon, uh, in Revelation, that, you know, you won't be tell you won't tell the seasons. And I mean, I'm not gonna try to go deep with this, but it was like, it's like when you look at it, it's like, man, all these catastrophes and stuff worldwide, and you can't tell summers and winters and falls and springs. And it's like, dude, okay, well, all right, this is something serious we gotta get hold of. And I know the I know the last administration, you know, Trump administration kind of went away with the mm-hmm. with climate change and, and global warming and to to find to to for um more studies on it we need to get back to it we need to get back if it if it's not already if biden haven't done already i'm not sure but we need to get back to that man because uh this this one thing we can't just lack it and just uh just go away with we always gotta keep studying on this and that's a good point jules because under the obama administration he was trying to put a lot of different things policies regulations in place but as you mentioned when 45 came in there he did away with all that stuff and I, that's mm-hmm. why i think that it's important for biden to kind of pick up where Obama was leaving off. A couple things, though, Jules, that I wanted to talk to the audience about just ways that we can all do our part. So, of course, government, yeah, that's, that's well, the government, that's kind of like they need to put something in place, but there's things every day that we can do. So, Jules, talk to you guys about recycling. I think that's huge. Using less water. That was a great point, Jules. Sometimes we use way more of an intensity of light bulb than we need. So, think about that. Making sure that your home is at the right temperature. That is something that I've been doing a lot more. I have Ooh, that. That's desk. a good one. Yeah, and it gives you like different analytics based on your usage. It'll say, hey, we actually recommend that you keep the temperature here. And also, too, when you're not at home, it will adjust and go down. It'll get back up to a right temperature as you're getting close to the house. Those are different things that we can be doing. Now, this mm-hmm. is going to be a lot of some people going to come to me for this with Jules. Y'all need to get y'all asses out of the cars and start walking and biking around a little bit. Uh, oh, dude. Okay, right. Pollution. Mm, good one, Press. <laughs> that's gonna be that's gonna be a rough one. Or what? Or or electric cars, maybe. <laughs> I mean, that's a solution as well. Because if you go that route, then you can write off a lot of that shit tax time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think in the future it's gonna be all electric, man. Mm-hmm. But I would also say, too, this is something that I'm big on, eating vegetables, man. Okay. You know what? I had some, you know what? Yeah, you're right, boy, because we, we grew up on vegetables and greens and... Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. But also, I, go, I don't know about you, Jules, but I go to a lot of those little farmer mar- farmer markets, and I try to, when, when I'm able to, I try to buy goods from local farmers and help them support you know, I, I like to help support them, but it's also helps support mm-hmm. the local economy. But you're also supporting people that are closer to your neighborhood, right? So that also cuts down on the pollution again, as I mentioned, from people transport trans, mm-hmm. transporting to you know to an area, right? This is True. old school, 
But hey, go back, get back to carpooling. Now, with people you know, obviously, but you know, I think that's kind of cool. Like, we used to do that shit back in the day, riding with each other. You mm-hmm. know, and, hey, if we're all going to the same place, why not? Uh, when right, we, right. when Dub and I, when we're at our different uh, media events, we're going to the same fucking event. Why are we going to take two cars? So, right, true. I think that's something that a lot of people could be doing. So, there's a lot of little things that we could be doing to, to, to help protect Mother Earth. Mm hmm. No, those are good points of praise. And it's, um, is, is it simple? Yeah, but not, not, you know, some things are not easy, but simple. So, but, you know, we're not expecting people to, hey, just off a dime or a drop of a dime, you know, to conform these things. I know it's going to take work, but uh, there's some things you can do, the, the light bulbs, the temperature, the egg press, that's good with that temperature. I didn't even know about that one with the uh, temperature of the house. Mm-hmm. That's, a, that's a good one, man. I'm looking to that one. Shut, you, you know, watching, watching those waters. Half the energy we use is in our own. So that comes from heating yep. and cooling. Yep. And listen, I've saved a lot of money when I got that smart uh, thermostat at the crib. Hey, brother, you hit it right on the head. Anything you can save some money on, hey, <laughs> I am there. Because <laughs> I installed, uh, you know, we had got the uh, the meter for the water. Mm-hmm. And, and I noticed I was burning a lot of... Uh, water so i ended up getting the uh the little smart t- uh toilets the uh water efficient oh, toilets oh yeah 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 I know man save big time save big time i, I knew you must have did that because i mean earlier you were talking about that damn toilet seat i'm sort of feeling like he must have went out of boston <laughs> <laughs> he's, he's an expert on toilet seats over right now <laughs> <laughs> you know because it does it's an expert on toilets you know what this one feel good for your butt yeah, right. Man, just right and snug, comfortable. <laughs> you can relax. You can sleep over. <laughs> you know what? All this we over here talking about climate change. This man probably over here bought some toilet seat to heat up and shit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. But it, but it saved me some money though. <laughs> man, that water bill cut in half. I was like, yes, sir. <laughs> and I mean, I think that's the biggest thing too is. Hey, you do a little bit more, you're helping the environment, but you're also helping your own pockets as well. But mm. some of the stuff you have to be selfless about. Being like I said, walking more. Dude, there's uh-huh. so many times that I look and I'm like, dude, I literally just drove somewhere that was like a block. <laughs> Back in the day, when we were shorties, we walked all over the city. Yeah, dude. Yeah, yep, yep. You're absolutely right. Get your damn steps in. Everybody got all these fancy watches and stuff like that. Get your steps in. Mm-hmm. Get yeah, 10,000 steps in every day, y'all. Not only are you helping the environment, but you're keeping yourself healthy, keeping that heart healthy. And the reason why I talked about the vegetables, Jules, is I've been trying to cut down on eating so much meat. Because the less meat you eat, better for the heart. And think about livestock. It cuts down on the demand for livestock. Because guess what? When you have all this livestock out there, what are they utilizing? The water, the land, it's yeah, all the things, it's all full uh, circle. Man, ooh, that's 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 big. That's big. But I man. also think too, Jules. Before we get out of here, okay. So piggyback off of what I said to start this, what Mayor Daly did here in Chicago, planting trees, making the city green. Other cities need to follow that model. I think that goes a long way, man, because 
dude, plant the tree. You know what that is. That's good for the earth, bro. Good for the it, it, it cools things off, right? Ain't nothing like when you mm-hmm. out in the summertime yes. and you get under that shade under the tree. Come on. <laughs> Come on, you good. Yeah, give you shade, give you oxygen. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. And also, too, for our homeowners out there, hey, trees increase the property value now. I remember y'all, y'all got mad at Mr. T back in the day out there in Lake Forest when he's cutting down all them goddamn trees. Y'all was mad as hell at him. But uh, Mr. T, you was wrong for that shit, bro. <laughs> Damn, I didn't even hear about that. What, what, what are you out there chopping trees for? Yeah, he was out there in Lake Forest, and he didn't like all them trees that he had on his property. So he was out there himself cutting down trees. And his neighbors was complaining this shit. <laughs> I wouldn't did anybody. I wouldn't did anybody come up to him like, "Hey, Mister T, you can't be cutting them trees, man." No, you know they would have reported him. They would have got on the phone. <laughs> think about it. You think about it. Would you have said something to him? Mm-mm, hell no. Uh-uh. I probably asked him if he wants some help or something, but then <laughs> yeah. indirectly, but 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 indirectly, I'd be like, "Listen, is it wise to cut down these trees? <laughs> is it wise?" <laughs> <laughs> And then he give you that fucking mean bug. Nah, uh-uh, no thanks. <laughs> I got a, I got oh, a funny man. Mr. T story for you. So I met him at a flat top on, on the west side, uh, the West Loop. Oh, nice. Probably eight years ago. I was so intimidated to go up and say something to him because to, true to that point, I've never seen someone aggressively eat food. Everything about this man <laughs> is just intense. So I went up in the line, I turned around, I see a, a big, I mean, dude, he's still swole, you know what I'm saying? And uh, I'm looking at him, I'm like, oh, he had a little USA bandana on, had the beard going, had a, he had a couple chains, not, not like the crazy shit, but he had a couple chains on. Okay. And I'm okay. sitting there, I'm like, I want to say something to him. And then, so I'm like, I'm going to come back and say something when I walk back with my, with my bowl. Then when I walk back from the bowl, he was inhaling his food and it was so intense. And I'm like, nah, fuck that, I ain't going to bother him while he eating his food. <laughs> <laughs> aggressive aggressively Dude, i'm talking about aggressively eating so but i found my open man so when i went back up a second time i turned around and guess who's coming up after make a second bowl mr t is it <laughs> about the pity food man i turned around and looking at you know what i said too i was like what are we doing chicken or beef and he Uh-oh, smiled what do you he say said, both i was like my man oh yeah Gave a fist bump, and that was it. Okay. Now, if that had been in this day and age, some little young cat would have been like, oh, man, how can you didn't get a picture of him? How can you ain't post it? Because the shit happened. I'll never forget it. Yeah. I'm not so – see, a lot of of us, and I'm I'm getting off on a tangent here, but a lot of Uh us in this world, we don't enjoy moments. We're not in the moment. Be in the Mm -hmm. moment more. Mm -hmm. Mm Mm-hmm. There's so many things that I've done this year with the media stuff, uh, uh, Jules. And, yeah, some of it I will document because it's cool to share. But a lot of times, man, I'm just sitting there soaking the experience in. And when I look around, when I see people that have spent $1,000 to be at an event, they're so focused on recording stuff where they can show everybody where they're at instead of them just sitting there and just enjoying it. We got to get back to that. Man, you're right, man. You're right, man. I, I, I... I, I like that. I like that story, dude. Uh, you didn't want, you know, you saw me acknowledge him. You gave him a fist bump. You said, uh, talk to him. And he was nice to talk back. He could have been like, he could have been like, and left away. Yeah. Something like that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Which is what I thought was cool. happen. 
<laughs> it was cool to talk back and and, and like say so you want to go more of it because man, my man out eating and stuff, he trying to enjoy himself. He ain't trying to, you know, what I'm saying bother. So you was in the moment with with, with Mister T up in up in, in the spot, man. That's that's what's up, man. I like that. Because you know, I, I hear a lot of times with these celebrities, they talk about how people walk up to them when they're dinner with their family, like, "Oh, I don't mean to interrupt you." Right. They're like, "Yes, you do. Yes, <laughs> you would have came over here." Right. Mm-hmm. So I wouldn't want to come up and say some bullshit like, "Oh, I didn't mean to interrupt you. I'm interrupting you. You're mid bite." <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Right. Hey, Mister T, can I get a can I get a can I get a picture, man? Autograph? He over there chewing down. But you know what, friends? I'm picturing you looking at Mr. T the way he eating, <laughs> just mean. And you say he's not coming up for air or nothing like that. He just scarfing his food down. I, 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 I don't think anybody would approach that dude. Like, nah, man, this dude probably eat meat, man. No, forget dude, that. I'm, I'm talking about he in the hell that thing, bro. It's like probably like eight bites. <laughs> you remember the oh, flat top balls? The, the, the balls were pretty big, man. He held mm-hmm. that shit. I'm like, yep, not bothering you right now. <laughs> He's like, yep. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, dude, he was like six, I think at the time, like 60 years old, still opposing. Well, that's somebody to take good care of himself. Man, hey, I guess I guess if I want a longevity like that, looking good at that age, I'm gonna start inhaling my food too. <laughs> I, mean, I, I bet Mr. T walks and rides his bike though. <clears throat> Damn. So all this. Walk around. The weather's getting nice again. Let's get out of the mm-hmm. car. Let's walk. Let's bike. Let's run. These things are all good for us. Helps us. All the things we're talking about with this climate change, not only is this helping the whole greater world, but it's helping you too. Because I look at a lot, a lot of people that came out of this pandemic. A lot of people got lazy. <laughs> a lot of people been in the crib ordering takeout, not taking care of themselves, not going to the gym. Hey, right now is the time for everybody to be the best versions of themselves. Prez, this call goes out to Annie Hidalgo. Hidalgo is the mayor of Paris. Miss Hidalgo has transformed the millennial city into a greener version of itself. The idea of Miss Hidalgo, a former workplace inspector at the French labor ministry who worked the way up the political hierarchy, is simple. To help secure an uncertain climate future, Paris must project itself back into the past, a past with few automobiles. What she has undertaken is a whole program of adaptation of putting nature back in her city. In her own words, she was trying to build this around the individual. But she know that change is difficult and that they can't live as before. Ms. Hidalgo, President I Pulling Back the Curtain Podcast family would like to salute you and we appreciate all your hard work. Hey, Jules, thanks for that curtain call. Audience, we appreciate your continued support. Without you, we wouldn't be. Thanks for listening.